Another episode of Radio Rounds, the podcast interview series presented by St. Louis Children's Hospital, featuring leading Washington University physicians covering pediatric topics of interest to doctors and healthcare professionals. Here's Melanie Cole. Asthma is a growing problem, especially in children. And here to tell us what's new in the asthma treatment pipeline is my guest, Dr. Catherine Rivera. She's a Washington University pediatric pulmonologist at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Dr. Rivera, what is the prevalence of asthma in children and why is this important that we know this? So asthma is one of the most common chronic diseases of childhood. In 2016, there were 6.1 million children in America diagnosed with asthma. That's about 8.3%. In Missouri, it was about 8.7% of children that reported having a current asthma. Nearly 60% of children with current asthma also have persistent asthma. Um, so it's very important to try to find therapies to prevent asthma exacerbations and to control the disease. So what is the burden of asthma on children? So the burden of asthma in children varies, but the statistics show that about 54% of children with asthma um, report having at least one or more asthma attacks in the previous year. 31% reported an emergency department or urgent care visit, and 10% reported a hospitalization. And in fact, one of the most common diagnoses for hospitalization in the United States is asthma. Um, about 49% of children with asthma also reported having one or more missed school days in 2013. And that accounts for about 13.8 million missed school days um, in total. So that's about 2.6 days per child. In 2016, we also had, unfortunately, 209 deaths of childhood asthma. Wow, that is quite a burden of asthma in children. So what are the current asthma guidelines? What therapies are available now? So current asthma guidelines to treat the disease vary according to the severity of symptoms and the risk of the patient. Um, But what we have right now, when you have intermittent disease, you can use short-acting bronchodilators like albuterol. When you have more persistent disease, then you need daily treatment. And the daily treatments that we have available currently are daily inhaled corticosteroids that come in different uh, strengths, inhaled corticosteroids plus a long-acting beta agonist, which is the next step up in therapy. We also have leukotriene inhibitors. And another important thing is to treat comorbidities. For example, allergic rhinitis, sinusitis, obesity, obstructive sleep apnea, and depression, which have been shown to um, increase asthma exacerbations and worsen asthma. There are also newer asthma therapies that are out um, that have been approved recently by the FDA. Um, so we have the biologics. One of the, mo- the the longest one in the market is omalizumab, which is an anti-IgE, and that's indicated for the uh, treatment of moderate to severe persistent uncontrolled uh, asthma in children more than six years of age who also have a positive skin test or reactivity to a perennial aeroallergen. There's also benralizumab and mepolizumab, which are anti-IL-5. So they are interleukin-5 receptor alpha-directed cytolytic monoclonal antibodies. 
And it's indicated also for the add-on on maintenance treatment of patients with severe asthma, um, 12 or more years of age, with an eosinophilic phenotype. Most recently, dupilumab was approved, and this is an anti-IL-13 and anti-IL-4. It's an interleukin-4 receptor alpha antagonist that's indicated for atom maintenance treatment of patients with moderate to severe asthma, more than 12 years of age or older, and also with an eosinophilic phenotype or oral corticosteroid-dependent asthma. Then tell us a little bit about your study and recruiting for and the details involved with a focus on the current asthma research. So current asthma research focuses on two things, the prevention of disease and preventing exacerbations. So those are the two things that we are focusing on right now. Um, at Washington University, we're a study site for several asthma studies, and right now we have therapies in the pipeline to help prevent asthma. One of the asthma to prevent asthma studies is called Orbex. It's a, multi, um, um, a multi-site national study. It's uh, Orbex stands for Oral Bacterial Extract for the Prevention of Wheezing, Lower Respiratory Tract Illness. So the primary objective of this study is to evaluate if bronchobaxum, which is a lyophilized bacterial lysate of different bacteria, including Haemophilus, Streptococcus, Klebsiella, Staphylococcus, and Marxella. If given to high-risk infants uh, for 10 days monthly for two consecutive years, can decrease time to occurrence of first episode of wheezing lower respiratory, lower respiratory tract illnesses during a third observation year after the therapy. So this is one of the studies we're currently enrolling for and recruiting. Um, another study for asthma prevention is called PARC. It's preventing asthma in high-risk kids. This trial is a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial designed to test whether two-year treatment of preschool children aged two to three years of age at high risk for asthma um, with omalizumab, which is the anti-IgE that we discussed earlier, for two years will prevent the progression to childhood asthma. So as you can tell, these two studies are in younger children because we want to prevent the progression or the development of the disease as they grow older. The, the last study that we are currently in recruiting for here at WashU is CRITICAL, which stands for Cockroach Immunotherapy in Children and Adolescents. Um, so overall, the, there's evidence that has shown that the combination of cockroach allergy and cockroach exposure is one of the most important factors contributing to the dramatic disease and asthma morbidity in inner-city children. So um, this study, um, children aged 6 to 16 who have asthma can be enrolled to receive German cockroach extract immunotherapy for up to three years. Um, and the the main goal to, of this study is to see if we can uh, decrease uh, the burden of asthma. In your research studies, doctor, where does prevention of the disease fit into this picture, as well as preventing exacerbations? So we talked about preventing 
the development of the disease, so Orbex and PARC, those are studies where you treat children very early on uh, when they're in their infant period to try to prevent the development of wheezing. Now, in terms of preventing exacerbations, um, we we have other diseases, uh, other, sorry, in terms of preventing exacerbations, we have other studies in the pipeline. Um, one of the studies that I can talk about is called vitamin D, kids, asthma. So um, this study is to try to see if vitamin D3 prevents severe asthma attacks in children who have a vitamin D insufficiency that are being treated with inhaled corticosteroids. So these children will receive vitamin D or placebo, and we want to see if vitamin D supplementation will um, help prevent exacerbations. Another study that we also are conducting, it's called Muppet. And this one is a trial of mepolizumab, mepolizumab adjunctive therapy for the prevention of asthma exacerbations in urban children. So we talked about mepolizumab before. It's an anti-IL-5. So in this um, the purpose of this study is to see if treatment with mepolizumab, along with medicines that are currently being used for a standard asthma of care that we also talked about, can prevent children from having asthma exacerbations. And this is for younger uh, children age 6 to 11 years of age. Currently, mepolizumab is approved in uh, children 12 and older, so we want to see if the reduction of exacerbations is also seen in the younger school-age children. And the last study that we are uh, currently conducting here is called VOYAGE. So VOYAGE is a study to evaluate evaluate if dupilumab, um, that we talked about before is an anti-IL-4 and anti-IL-13, um, in children with uncontrolled asthma can help prevent um, exacerbations. So in this study, we will be uh, recruiting patients 6 to 12 years of age with uncontrolled persistent asthma. And we want to see if it's safe and um, the drug is safe and tolerable, and we want to evaluate the effect in improving asthma outcomes. Dr. Rivera, how can patients be referred to be enrolled in one of the asthma research studies that you've mentioned here today? Should the pediatricians call you directly or should patients make the phone call? What would you prefer? So either. Either will be fine. They can contact me directly, Catherine Rivera, or Len Carrier, who's the PI in all these studies, through our A division phone number, 314-454-2694, or they can call our lead coordinator, at 314-286-1173. If parents want to call directly, that would be fine as well. They can call the lead coordinator number as well. When they call, we will uh, ask a few screening questions and we will direct them to the coordinator of the study that they meet criteria for. So tell us why pediatricians listening will think of a patient he or she has that could benefit from the study so that they'll refer that patient to you and wrap it up for us. Tell other physicians what you'd like them to know about your asthma research. So if you have a high-risk infant that, um, that is at high risk for development of asthma in the future, these are the patients that we want to 
that we want to study. We would like to see if we can prevent asthma from even developing. And if you have a patient in clinic that is uncontrolled with the current asthma therapies and is not doing well, these are the patients that we also want to study. We want to know if there is the new therapies that are out there in the pipeline can help these patients uh, prevent exacerbations. Thank you so much, Dr. Rivera, for being on with us today and sharing the information about your studies for other pediatricians so that they can refer a patient to you. And pediatricians, if you have a patient that would be a good candidate for this study, please call 314-454-2694 to discuss your options with Dr. Catherine Rivera or Len Becarrier. Thank you so much for being with us today, doctor, to consult with a specialist or to learn more about services offered at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Please call Children's Direct Physician Access Line at 1-800-678-HELP. That's 1-800-678-4357. You're listening to Radio Rounds with St. Louis Children's Hospital. For more information on resources available at St. Louis Children's Hospital, you can go to stlouischildrens.org. That's stlouischildrens.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.